This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. So today I wanted to talk about habits of thought. Now, there's a very good reason why we're going to talk about habits of thought. It's because I'm trying to nuke one of my own right now. And as you all know, if you read my blogs, when I'm working through stuff, the first thing I do is I come and I share it. And why do I do that? because it helps me and likely it's probably going to help you as well. So I'm pretty open about what I'm, what I'm working through or what I'm dealing with in the moment because it helps all of us move along. So habits of thought. I've had a habit of thought going on now for, oh my goodness, 20, 25 years, some ridiculous thing like that. And it's that old lack cycle I keep talking about. But I have that habit of thought of focusing on the problem. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like and why we do these things. Why do we focus on the problem so much? Because the problem gives the ego something to solve. Because the old mind likes to solve things. So it wants to come up with solutions to the problem, which is kind of cool. But after a while, you kind of realize that if you focus on the problem long enough, you don't really get anywhere. Often when you focus on the problem, you don't even get a good solution out of the deal because you're so focused on the problem. You're just sort of, you're staring at it, you're thinking about it, but you're not, you're just spinning your wheels. You're not really getting anywhere. So what do we do? What do we do with this? When the ego focuses on this problem and 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 you know what's coming if you don't you, you know there, there there's a little bit of pressure not a ton but there's a little bit of pressure to sort of to sort of fix fix the problem quote unquote and the way to fix the problem is to do the counter opposite of everything that we all get taught our entire lives which is to not focus on it at all and actually just believe that it'll work out fine not, not, only, not only do we want to not focus on it, we actually want to get to a place where we just believe that it's going to work out fine. So we actually want to take our thinking and we want to flip it in completely the opposite direction and decide that not only is, is there no problem, but that anything that might be wrong around me is just going to be absolutely wonderfully fine. So here we are. Now it's convincing the brain that that's a good idea and why that's a good idea and that we should do that. That's a whole other conversation. So how do you tell a brain that's been actively focusing on the same sorts of things for years to suddenly not do it anymore? And this is what I'm having to to work through. And I've, I've done this in fits and starts now for a few weeks and it, it works for a day or two and, and then it doesn't work. And, and why is it on and off so much? Because 
I actually find it tiring. It's it's kind of exhausting to to sort of have to redirect my brain constantly all day every day. It it's actually really hard to do. And I I I'm not one that necessarily needs to be busy like I'm okay just sitting, but if I sit my brain just sort of goes and then it's like, well, but I don't want to move right now. <laughs> But that's about the only way I can keep my brain from having a party. And so, yeah, the struggle is kind of is kind of real. And I, I yesterday evening, Sunday night, you know, um, the ego kind of got into one of its little fits. And, and it was sort of like, okay, we're not we're not having a fit. I'm not going to do I'm not going to have this meltdown right now. So I literally took a took a, a play out of Abraham Hicks book. And I, I went and had a nap because, well, that's better than doing what I was going to do. And so we had a nap instead. And what I want to show you is is human, right? Like we go through this stuff, we have these things and stuff's happening and there's problems and there's and the only way really to get yourself out of it is just to decide. Like for me, the only way to get out of it is just sort of to to decide that I can do this. Like literally, that's it. And and that that's the whole that's the whole story. Just decide you can do this, okay? But um, yeah, and you know, and it the the mind immediately goes to well, it hasn't happened before. Why would it happen now? Right? Like there goes the brain, and so you really gotta work at. It's about working at get redirecting the brain back to where you need it to be, and between the 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 hissy fits the meltdowns and and having to constantly redirect i'm just tired i i can't even explain it to you i am just tired and some of it probably is also just holding on to energy you know like energy healer here so holding on to energy holding on to a pattern that i don't need anymore will also make one tired and so it's probably got a little bit to do with that. My um, body has decided that headaches are a good idea for the last few days. I've had a couple in the last few days. And um, not something I normally get, but I recognized it immediately as sort of a pressure energy headache. And I was like, well, you know, okay, the energy wants to go, that's fine. So, you know, I remove the energy. I, I think I talked about this on, on Thursday, right? That I'd been having headaches and that I needed to pull that energy out. And, and so I did that. I did that on the weekend. That was fine. And now it's like, okay, how do I, what the heck? How do I pull out of this? So the first step is to make a conscious act of choice for yourself. And I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it right here, right now, with you while I'm sitting here recording this this morning. A conscious act of choice that, at least for me, that I will be okay, that this will be fine, that I can do this, right? So, and the word they want me to use here is I can be successful. So that there we go. So I can be successful, and they want me to recognize that the the old patterns that i'm used to where the habits of thought came from are no longer there they don't exist 
So I'm literally afraid of like ghosts in the closet. Like there's nothing, literally nothing there. So, okay. I can be successful. All right. So I'm going to make a conscious choice and I'm going to do this with you right here, right now that I can do that, that I have the power to simply focus on what I'm doing, which is my wonderful work, this podcast, my writing, that kind of stuff, and simply be okay with being successful. That my work is good enough, and this is a hard one, my work is good enough. And there's my confidence dragging along behind me there, right? So the self-doubt kicks in, right? Is it? Am I? Can I? Right? The self-doubt kicks in. Confidence coming along behind. We don't gain confidence by sitting on the couch. I can't, I can't go off and heal that on the weekend. It doesn't work that way. So, okay, confidence is going to have to come along behind me. But I can't argue with it, right? Because arguing with it isn't going to get me anywhere either. It, it's just the recognition that it's there and that that's a thing and that it'll figure itself out as we go along. Okay. So we're making the conscious choice to be successful. Now... Make your own conscious choice here. What, what is your own thing that you need to decide to drop today? What is, what is the habit of thought that you have that you need to break? Make your own choice. Pause this if you have to. Make your own choice to drop that habit of thought this morning. And yes, drag your confidence along behind you. Don't argue with it. Just let it come with you. Slowly. All right. So now, the next piece of this. How do I embody that? How do I model that? How do I, what does that look like in my life? It looks like doing my darn work, right? So it looks like focus. It looks like not being scared of my work. It looks like committing to sharing the things that I'm, I'm doing or the, the things that I'm offering, right? I share all the time. What do I struggle in sharing? My offers, the things that I'm quote-unquote selling, right? That's the stuff that's hard, right? So, okay, when you get done with the podcast, Laura, you're going to go and you're going to do a few things, right? So there's things to do. I need to do the usual post on Facebook, I need on social media in general, and I need to share my offers, and then I have to deal with the energy because holy cow energy is a thing. So the energy, when I put those posts up, once I walk away from that, 
when I go to do something else, the energy is warped. Again, my confidence is dragging behind me here. So the, the, thing, the thing that happens is that my confidence goes down the drain. The, the tiny little bit that I have just goes away. And so then I have to be like, okay, now I have to redirect. Now I have to figure out how to stop that runaway train. I have to get a grip on my energy in some way. And so it really is going to be redirection, I think, and maybe some conscious, conscious focus on this story you're telling is not true, Laura. The story you're telling is not true. Let the story go. It's really going to be a bit of that. So what's your plan? What are you going to do to challenge this? And then work with the energy that shows up when you do challenge it. How are you challenging it? Because that's what this is all about, right? In order to get the confidence up, we have to challenge the thing that's causing the lack of confidence. So, okay, we know what I know what I need to do. What do you need to do to challenge it? And then when you challenge it, don't just allow the energy to run back in and the same old thing and do it again. Now you actually have to focus on and be aware of what's going on. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Allow that, but allow it, but recognize it and then figure out how to let it go, right? So we're acknowledging it. We don't want to allow it to the extent where we get dragged along by it. We just will want to be aware of it and we want to find a way to almost shut it down. Right? This isn't this isn't something we need to be afraid of squishing. We we can squish it. So if you can squish it, squish it. Because that's what you need to do. It needs to stop. So the behavior needs to change. So that's the place really where you're gonna talk yourself into a new behavior, a new way of being. And then after that, you gotta stick with it. Because you really don't have a choice. You you gotta you gotta stay with it. So when I come back to my work again later or tomorrow, I, I got to stick with it again, right? And I got to do the same thing again. And it has to be that conscious choice of I'm putting this out here, I'm doing my thing, and I believe that I can be successful in doing this. The things that I do are enough, they are good enough, and that is all, and the end, and that's the whole story. And I don't need to go further than that right? And that's, that's it. That's, that's where we hang out. That's, that's the game we got to play. This is a hard game. It's hard to get the brain to go, okay, I give. Especially when you had that habit of thought for 20, 30 years. <laughs> that's not easy. It's not easy to let stuff go. Habits of thought like this are challenging. They're challenging. And then if you're if you're like me and your confidence is kind of not wanting to play along, it actually makes it 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 they're 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 pinging off of each other, right? So so the idea that I can be I can be okay, I can be successful hits the confidence. The confidence says, no, you can't, and then and then the, the habit of thought kicks in. 
And so we're, I'm in a little bit of a loop. So, so I really have to stop arguing with my confidence. I can't, I can't do that. I can't heal that. It's not going to happen. So, okay. But then I got to get okay with this idea of success. That it's the, I can do it, right? It's the, I can do it. And essentially all I'm doing is proving it to myself by holding my energy in place long enough that I can prove it to myself, right? But even then, you get some success out of it, and I've had this, I get some success out of it, and then I go, that was a fluke, right? Then you talk yourself out of the thing that happened, right? So what? what <laughs> so that's the asking for a sign, right? And then you get the sign and you go, no, that wasn't the sign. And then you ask for another sign, and it's kind of that, right? Right? And this is, it's that really human thing that we do. It's totally human. Because we don't... It's, it's hard to accept those new ideas. It's hard to accept that new way of being, right? So you ask for that signier sign, like you need a bigger sign, you need a new sign, you need another sign, you need more signs, right? And, and you know, eventually the universe kind of stops playing, right? And, and even my signs have changed over over time. It it used to be when I saw Triple Eight, eight eight eight, that it it meant that there would be money coming in. And and it, it no longer works that way. It doesn't happen that way anymore. It's a reminder now. It's it's not a sign of things to come. It's it's just a reminder of what is. And it's interesting how that works. Have your signs changed? Do you find that when you see certain things, something used to happen or it used to mean something and it doesn't mean that anymore? That's the kind of stuff, right? Because that was sort of, that was a sign in itself, really, right? That things had changed. That I no longer needed that. I no longer needed that sign. I no longer needed that obvious outside of me sort of thing flashing in front of me to tell me that that it was going to be okay. That I was expected to know that for myself automatically. And so now 888 is nothing more than a reminder of things I already know or I'm already supposed to know. So if this is something that you are working on and you're listening to this right now and you would like to do this together, let me know. I, I will put together a Facebook group. We'll do a little bit of a challenge in a Facebook group so that we can support each other. Um, I'll come up with some things. Um, to help not only myself, but you as well. And we can do this together. So let me know. Come on over on Facebook um, and uh, comment on this, on this link on the podcast. Let me know if you want to do this. And we can do this together and get out of these warped habits of thought that we have and if you're not following me on Facebook yet, you can. Uh, it's just my name, Laura Bungars. Come on over and find me. You can friend me on there. 
um, or uh, follow my page. At Laura Bungars is the page. Um, yeah, let me know if you want to do this together. This habit of thought has been one, it's been stuck. Um, this is something that if you've been following me for a while, I've been working on this for years. Um, and it's taken me a long time to kind of break this habit. And every time I think I've broken it, something else happens. And it, it, it's sort of like <laughs> the universe keeps showing me that it's not quite done yet. It's not quite done yet. It's not quite done yet. And I, I have to keep, keep pushing at it. And now it's, a, it's a, literally about the brain and convincing myself that it's a good idea to think differently when reality hasn't shifted yet, right? So the problem is still there. It's not gone, right? And so reality hasn't shifted yet. So you got to convince yourself before reality shifts. And that's always the fun part, right? Is, is you don't get to see the evidence of it outside yourself. You have to shift it first and then you'll see the evidence out of, of it outside yourself. Then the, then the uh, world around you, the external world catches up after, after you make the change for yourself internally. And there are many times, and this is one of them, where that is uh, easy for me to talk about here and much harder to do in the practical world. But that is true with most things healing, isn't it? This stuff is a challenge. It is hard to overcome habits and ways of thinking. It is hard to change how we respond to our lives. We are very used to responding to certain things in a certain way. And when the universe says, nope, time to change that, um, <laughs> it, it takes a lot of conscious effort and sometimes healing to get over it. You know, we talk a lot about, and I talk a lot about pain, right? And, and when, when I say pain, usually people think of things like childhood trauma like actual pain, right? Emotional pain, right? Not just a, a, a nasty habit of thought, but actual pain, something awful that happened to me. And that's the thing that we think about. And we talk a lot about how to let that go. But in reality, there's, there's a lot more to it than just letting go of the thing that happened, right? Because there's all kinds of behaviors and ideas about ourselves and who we are and all of those things, all those messages that came with that. And it's those messages that are the trouble, right? The, the pain makes you cry, the pain upsets you, but it's, it's the messages that you took from whatever happened that are really the problem for you because they're the thing that, that is keeping you stuck. And so maybe it works better the other way. Maybe it works better for you. Maybe it might work better for you if you dealt with the weird messages and ideas that you picked up from that incident, whatever it is, first. And then maybe by releasing those, the pain of the problem, the pain of the incident, the pain of the thing that happened would take care of itself. 
what if you fixed the messages first, the warped ways of thinking, the crazy ideas you picked up, right? All the people that told you you weren't good enough or couldn't do it or whatever it was, right? To this and to that and to the other thing. What if instead of dealing with emotional pain, you simply dealt with the messages first? So when I do energy healing, I see pain and trauma as kind of balls of energetic goo. But these balls of goo actually have sort of strings attached to them, cords attached to them. And the cords are all the ideas, the beliefs, the stuff you've attached to it. Oh, I do this because of this problem, and I do that because of this problem, and I do this other thing, and this and that, and then and 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 so you have and you have this. So now you have this ball, and it's got like a thousand cords attached to it. But it's all just ideas and beliefs and situations in your life that you've attached to a specific event all of this kind of stuff and it's all attached to the same thing but you can't get rid of that ball of pain while it's got a thousand cords attached to it like it does it it doesn't work you can't do it you you actually have to remove each of the individual cords first you have to go through and you have to detach from making that event the excuse for the reason why you're in pain and then justifying it with all these thousand different things, right? <laughs> Which is what we do. We all do it. I'm doing it, right? That That's what we do. So we have to not do that anymore. Well, okay, so that means you got it one belief at a time, one event at a time. You have to detach from it, right? And then eventually you just have the ball of goo. Well, and then you can just toss that, right? That just goes away. So what if you do it the other way, right? And I guess that's kind of what I do when I do energy healing with people, when I work with people in those in those sessions that I offer, which I'm offering now, by the way, those sessions that I offer, that's what we do. I kind of have to go through and we detach some of the cords because we can't remove the pain until we do. We have to let the cords, all these ideas go first. So what if you focused on that? Right? I don't have one situation in my life that I can look back at and say, this caused this money story that I'm telling, right? I, I don't I don't have that. The the money story is only attached to the situations in my life that are current. It it's not about it's not about some some childhood trauma pain event that happened that caused it. So I don't have it attached there. So it doesn't work like that for me, at least not this one. But this one is only about evidence of in my reality kind of thing, right? Which is constant, but it's just evidence of it in my reality. And it's it's just about me not focusing on reality so much um, and getting out of that. But if your stuff is attached to an event... Maybe try working on removing all the stuff that you've attached to the event first and see how that goes for you.
right? My calendar is open, by the way. These are things we can do together. I can help you with those cords. I can point them out. I can find them. I know they're there. Um, and we can work on some of that. All right. Um, that is one of the things that I do. Um, shoot me a message on whatever, whatever social media platform. Send me an email if you want. Um, and let me know if you would like a calendar link to set up a session with me. They're not free. They're not free. Um, but uh, I have one, two, and three hour sessions available for anybody that's interested um, in working some of this stuff out. And if you want to do it in more of a group style for free um, in a Facebook group, um, we can do that together as well, as long as I get enough interest. All right. Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. That was not kind of the way I planned this podcast to go, but there it did go. So I will leave it like that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, Have a great week. Stay out of trouble. And I will talk to you again on Thursday. This has been Laura Bungars and Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.